Welcome to Tame Pain, where we are guiding the path to your goals. Pain is a top reason individuals seek healthcare, and our mission is to empower those dealing with chronic pain through education and guidance to engage in their life again. So whether you are dealing with chronic aches and pains and looking for advice, or a healthcare clinician looking for guidance to help others, we are here to help. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Ray. I'm the founder of Tame Pain. Thank you guys for tuning in today. This should hopefully be a good introductory podcast, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what is Tame Pain, who are the members of the organization, and what are we hoping to accomplish as we move forward into the future. So to start us off, we are an educational and remote consultation company. We're specifically dedicated to helping individuals who are needing assistance with pain management, performance, and rehabilitation training. And we're going to strive and continue to strive to do our very best to bring our recommendations with evidence-based support, specifically research evidence, and then the experience that we've had with working with clients for these scenarios uh, since 2015. And our staff, me included, has extensive experience on helping folks who are attempting to manage through their pain experiences. We've worked with individuals from a lot of different backgrounds. Oftentimes, folks who are simply just trying to get back to their usual activities of daily living, being able to go to work, being able to take care of themselves and walk around from day to day and going up and down stairs. We've worked with folks who are trying to get back to some type of extracurricular activity, such as CrossFit or weightlifting or powerlifting or strongman. We've also worked with athletes who are trying to get back to some type of Team or individual sport could be wrestling or mixed martial arts or football, basketball, baseball, track and field. So we've been fortunate to help numerous individuals from all walks of life. And we're very thankful that these individuals have trusted us with their management and collaborated uh, with us over time. You know, as a, as a company, our primary mission is to empower those who are dealing with chronic pain, ideally through education and guidance, to re-engage their life again. That's what we're hoping to accomplish as a company. So we are hoping to help folks from what we call general population. We want to work with athletes, and we're wanting to also work with student healthcare clinicians, as well as working with practicing clinicians currently, whether that's MD, DO, PT, DC, AT, massage therapist, you know, we're not a company that's overly focused on titles, but really anyone who's needing assistance with understanding pain and experiences and having an updated evidence-based approach where they can look at the research with us and understand the impact on clinical practice. And we can kind of help guide that path in how do we take what we're seeing in the research evidence and meshing that with clinical practice and ensuring that we're pragmatic in that approach? One of the things that we've realized over the years is pain is one of the number one reasons an individual in the United States seeks out healthcare. And unfortunately, most of our programs, upwards of 80% of our programs that are graduate healthcare programs, do not have a required or an elective course geared towards pain. So this is a major issue. It leads a lot of clinicians to reporting that they don't feel prepared to manage patients who are reporting chronic pain specifically, and they're not sure on what an appropriate intervention is. And they were trained in a very biomedically rooted you know, mindset of humans are like cars and we just need to find the problem 
put our finger on the problem and fix it. And unfortunately, with chronic pain, that's not working so well for us and leading to a lot of issues. So we want to empower those who may be experiencing pain, but then we also want to have another avenue of helping clinicians as well. So we view ultimately changing our understanding about pain from a two-pronged approach of bottom-up from patient and clinician level, but then also a top-down approach as well. So we're hoping to impact kind of system-level changes. A little bit of backstory with us. So I am the founder of Tame Pain. I opened up a practice in Harrisonburg, Virginia towards the end of 2015, beginning of 2016. I also opened a gym in conjunction with my clinical practice in 2015. And for a number of years, operated both of those, both a gym that started as a CrossFit gym and then transitioned into a strength and conditioning predominantly gym, and then my clinical practice. I knew early on because my master's is in exercise science with a concentration on motor control and rehab that I wanted to combine the world of exercise and physical activity with the world of healthcare. So that was always my plan coming out of school. I was in my doctorate from 2012 to 2015 that I wanted to be able to combine both of those worlds because they were my passion. And throughout that process, uh, I learned a great deal of how to help individuals more holistically than how we are traditionally trained for finding quote unquote biological or biomechanical issues as rehab professionals. And that setup, that business model, in my opinion, really helped me engage the individuals that I could most benefit. And so we were working with people who were just trying to become more physically active for a health standpoint. And then we were working with folks who were trying to return to sport as athletes. And then we were working with folks who were just trying to gain back function in their life. Maybe they were dealing with some age-related changes like sarcopenia, which is just age-related muscle loss or they're dealing with some type of disability where they're not able to function at the level they want to on daily living, and they're just trying to regain functional independence. So we were fortunate to work with a large variation in our populations from adolescent youth athletes all the way up until folks in their 80s. And it was very empowering, and I'm very thankful for that experience. You know, since then, And around 2018, we started having the opportunity to work with folks remotely from all over the world. And I quickly realized that many of the issues that I was seeing in my, you know, very localized kind of rural practice in Harrisonburg, Virginia, were also issues that we were seeing throughout the world. And uh, the kind of the joke goes is we have consulted with someone on every continent, but Antarctica at this point, I'm still holding out. If there's an Antarctica listener out there, we have to talk to you to check that box. But we were seeing systemic level issues in the understanding of pain and specifically chronic pain. And how are these individuals being helped throughout the world? And after having those opportunities with working remotely with those folks and then throughout this process, meeting other clinicians and meeting researchers and other professors in the field, it became very obvious this was a ubiquitous issue that was going to take collaborating with a lot of different folks throughout the world to try to make changes. And so that's what we've been attempting to do. And that's what we hope to continue to do. And because of this, we've, we've not needed our brick and mortar space as much as we did when we first started. So I've slowly transitioned out of my local clinic, Shenandoah Valley Performance Clinic. We've rebranded as Tame Pain and we plan on, you know, bringing our experience from in-clinic work and remote work 
and now my research endeavors at Bridgewater College to kind of mesh all of that together onto a platform that we are firmly behind and believe will allow us to have the greatest reach and to help a lot of people. So we hope to be your source for anything pain and rehabilitation and physical activity and health related. Those are our four major areas of interest, our pain, rehab, activity, and health. And I plan on us having guests on here over time. I plan on bringing various people from my research team that I've been fortunate to collaborate with, folks like Dr. Kellerin, who is an exercise scientist, works at the University of Medical University of Buffalo, Peter Stilwell, Dr. Stilwell's up at McGill University, qualitative researcher, Dr. Sabrina Connicks, who is philosophy of mind out in Germany, Dr. Jim Eubanks, who's a PMR physician up at the University of Pittsburgh, and numerous other people that I'm collaborating with and fortunate to work with on this very complex and difficult topic. Uh, it often brings to mind the image of a Sisyphean act, where I just have to imagine Sisyphus is happy rolling the rock up the hill. But I, I enjoy rolling this rock up the hill, and I fully intend on continuously to do it. You know, Viktor Frankl wrote a book, Man's Search for Meaning, that I often reference for folks to read. In essence, we have to find meaning in our life that brings us satisfaction and it keeps us wanting to wake up every day and, and engage our world. And although I have a lot of those factors, like my daughter Lucy, my pursuit for updating our societal level understanding about pain is certainly one of those variables that gets me excited and wants me to try to help as many folks as I can. So this a little bit of backstory behind me and behind the evolution into Tame Pain. I want to talk a little bit more about some of the folks that are on our team. I'll talk about Dr. Hannah Mora today. Dr. Mora is a physical therapist out in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I've had the pleasure of working with Dr. Mora since early 2021. And she's an amazing clinician, brings a lot of experience to our rehab clinician side of things. And she works specifically acute care at Wake Med Hospital. We'll I'll do an episode with her in the future, and she can kind of talk about her background and acute care, and then also meshing that with what she's learned in acute care and helping people remotely. She's been taking on her own clients for the past seven or eight months now, and so her schedule is slowly filling up as well. But I would imagine she's going to discuss some of the things that she sees in acute care, still has a lot of applicability to helping people remotely. A lot of their job is assessing the situation that the patient's currently dealing with. A lot of times these are quite critically ill patients in the, uh, she's specifically in the ICU intensive care unit, and they're dealing with various traumas and difficulties and disease states. And she's trying to help get them active and functional again. And I, you know, in those scenarios, it's how quickly can we check the discharge box a lot of times. So she has a, a wealth of knowledge and information. She's going to be helping us out on the remote consultation side, on the administrative side, also going to be doing help with our seminars and templates. So uh, we're very happy to have her on board with us and uh, continue to work with us. So let's move on into some of the products and services that we are going to be offering. I've already mentioned a few of these. So our main service is going to be our remote consultations and programming for folks. And so what this involves is you can have a one hour audio video conversation with one of our rehab clinicians. This is on Zoom. We schedule in advance to make sure it's scheduled at a time that works for everyone. And you have an hour time with a rehab focused clinician 
that we have vetted and we trust to deliver evidence-based information. And they will kind of talk to you about your situation, what are your goals, what's your understanding of your situation, what have you been told previously, what interventions have you been recommended. And then collaboratively, you work together through that conversation to get a game plan together to help you get back to the life that you desire, to re-engage the activities that give you meaning, whether that's just activities of daily living or those extracurricular activities I was, I was referencing earlier. Now, you can stop with just the one-time consultation, and they will send you away with a written-out game plan. Or you can sign up for additional individualized programming in which we use True Coach programming online, which is an amazing virtual system. Shout out to True Coach. No, I'm not sponsored by them. I've just been using their platform for probably two or three years now, and I like it a lot. It lets us program on, on a week-to-week basis. We can make changes on the fly. Most of us program weekly, and so we're changing things based on how you're responding to the dosage of activity. And outside of the individualized programming that gives you a scaffolded plan to get to your goals, I think personally the major benefit is continued communication with the rehab clinician. So you have a messaging app through TrueCoach. It's real-time messaging. Most of us respond within 24 hours. And then you can also leave comments on your daily uh, training. You can upload videos to us so we can kind of check out and see what's going on. What are you experiencing? How's the movement going? And then we can send you videos as well. So I think, I think from the educational side and collaboration side, one of the best platforms out there that you can use. And we've had hundreds of people go through those two options, both just the consult or the consult plus individualized programming. And so those are kind of the major products and services we're offering. We also have uh, rehabilitative templates that are going to be out shortly, probably in the next two to three weeks. So stay tuned for that. These are going to be on neck pain, low back pain, shoulder pain, and knee pain. And these are designed as kind of self-management strategy programs to get you back to activity. We're going to have a couple of tiers that you can utilize. The first tier is going to be you purchase the template outright and run it on your own. Now, each template does come with a PDF guide and walkthrough, and it also comes with a video walkthrough as well by me that kind of talks to you about how does the template function, what's the purpose of the template, and how can you implement it most effectively for you and your situation. The second option would be you purchase the template and you have a call and conversation with a clinician, and then that clinician checks in on you just once a week. And they can make recommendations about how to adjust the template. They can take a look at any notes that you've written down over the past week, and they can give you feedback. Now, the really cool part about this is we've brought in a Google automation specialist who has transitioned all of this onto our Google templates. And so, you know, the we've previously used Excel and kind of the blockade to Excel is you have to have Excel. And some people don't use Excel. We don't want the barrier to be you have to go buy Excel. And most folks have an email address that they can use to log in onto Google Drive. Now, the really cool part about this from a troubleshooting standpoint is let's say something happens with one of our templates and you're having issue, we can log in and see your template. You'll have your own personal file and we can see where the issue is and fix that on real time. We have a team of folks that we've brought on board that will do specifically troubleshooting any technical issues. The other thing it does is when the the clinician does those once a week check-ins, you can leave notes on your template throughout the week that they're going to review and they can log into your file and they can see exactly what's happening. So that's going to allow us that feature 
to kind of guide that process a little more closely. Having ran standalone templates on their own since 2018, this is something that I think is necessary and will help people a lot with their self-management strategies and kind of provide a little more support than just going to read our materials or listen to our podcast or watch our YouTube videos and running it on your own. Some folks that may work great, I think others need a little more guidance, but not quite the level of guidance we give with individualized programming on a regular basis. So those are the other products that are coming. We will eventually have rehab templates for all major joints and kind of the major issues we see both in clinic and remotely. So stay tuned for those as well. If there's a specific template that you have in mind that you don't think we're going to work on, shoot us a message. I'm very good about responding on various uh, social media platforms. You can also email me directly at michael at tamepain, T-A-M-E-P-A-I-N.com. If you ever want to reach Dr. Mora, you can email her at hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, at tamepain.com. If you need help with support, you would email contact at tamepain.com. So if you need to get in touch with any of us, you can do that. The next service that we're going to be offering are virtual continuing education courses. Now, this will be a standalone platform. You'll be able to log in and you'll be able to watch various programs on the, the first one's going to be specifically on pain, uh, an updated approach, as well as our discussion of strategic kind of strategy and tactics for management. And so kind of how do we have an evidence-based approach on this to help empower people? So this would be for you who is specifically experiencing pain and wanting to know more. Then we'll also have another one for specific to clinicians from a healthcare approach. So that's coming up. We'll have other options. The third one that I know for sure is going to happen is we're going to have a programming one. I teach here at Bridgewater Strength and Conditioning class. And I think one of the biggest things I've seen missing over the years since teaching seminars since 2017 to clinicians is that practical applications aspect. So talking about motivational interviewing, talking about how do we have effective consultations and collaboration to build therapeutic alliance, and then getting into the nitty gritty kind of nuance of activity programming and prescription for various issues as well as specific to chronic pain. And so I think that that's going to be very beneficial, especially for the student healthcare clinicians and practicing healthcare clinicians. The final thing is going to be our in-person seminars. That'll be an all-encompassing seminar from Tame Pain that will be with me directly. And so we'll come out to your location and we'll have an in-person seminar where we'll do both lecture as well as coupling that with breakout sessions for hands-on abilities. And, you know, I've been doing this seminar since 2017. So at this point, you get to get the most up-to-date kind of evolved version of it since then. Over the past five years, we've learned a lot. And so I'm excited about that. It's always fun to come out and meet folks in person, work with you directly, form those relationships, and then hopefully help you feel empowered to help the people most, whether it's you yourself directly, your friends and family members, those in your community, or your patients. And so That'll be coming up soon. We are looking for host sites. So you can just email the contact at tamepain.com and we'll have a discussion about, you know, what do we need at a host site to do the seminar effectively and kind of how does that process go? The last thing I want to talk about today is our completely free form. Our website currently has a landing page. It's just tamepain.com. Yeah, I'm very excited about our branding and what we've come up with. And I really like this name. And so we were capable of purchasing this website, which I'm very happy to do. And we want it to be a source for 
all things pain-related, rehabilitation, training, and health-related and activity-related. And so with this, it just seemed natural to have a forum in place. And uh, there's going to be moderated aspects of the forum. There's going to be threads on pain and injury and rehabilitation. There can be training threads, really whatever the community wants to create as well. And so one of the threads will be where you can ask Dr. Mora and I questions, and we'll go on there and answer those questions uh, specifically from a pain and rehabilitative health and activity approach. So look for that coming soon. I am told by our web developer that we were going to have that ready to launch by the third week of May. I say that kind of hesitantly because if you've ever dealt with this, this is my third website I've had developed. There's usually things that arise that kind of delay things. We also have the Google Analytics team working on integrating our website with our templates as well. So it's kind of a seamless process and then also a storefront getting developed too. So there's a lot of stuff going on currently. I think that's everything I have for who we are as Tame Pain. What do we hope to accomplish as a company? What is our mission and who is our audience? You know, again, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us. You can also reach us on Instagram. I am just professor underscore Michael underscore Ray. And then Dr. Mora is Hannah underscore Mora, M-O-R-A underscore P-T. And so you can reach us there. I'm also on Twitter. I'm just Professor underscore M-R-A-Y. You can find me on Twitter too. We're also on TikTok, Tame underscore Pain, Instagram, Tame underscore Pain. So you can find us on multiple different platforms. So look for us there or try to reach out to us. We're usually pretty good about responding. The last thing I think I want to do is folks are always asking me, what am I currently reading? So I was going to briefly talk about that and then answer a question from our audience. The current book that I'm reading that I'm putting a lot of attention to is Kierkegaard, Serene Kierkegaard, Works of Love. It's a philosophy book. Kierkegaard is a religious philosopher, specifically Christianity. What's interesting is I'm finding a lot of utilization from it. And yeah, you know, it talks about what is love and what does that mean and how do we enact love from kind of a practical approach. And I'm enjoying it. I'm finding applicable things. I, for those who follow me on social media, they know I take notes when I'm reading because it, it mostly because it helps me like formulate my thoughts. And then if I want to cite it in the future, I can kind of utilize that. It's interesting because I often read about pain and philosophy and I research pain So looking at this from a different, another lived human experience of love, it's been interesting kind of transition, a little bit of attention to that. So I'm enjoying that. The other book I just got by recommendation of Dr. Mora is Being Mortal by Atul Gawande. I I may not be saying that name correctly, so please forgive me. But I saw a lot of positive reviews on Being Mortal, and I'm pretty excited about this. We're probably going to have a book thread on the forum. The other day when I asked that on Instagram, a lot of people said, Uh, Yes, they want that. So but then my friend and also he's on our our research team messaged me and said, that's fine. We can do that, but you can't pick the books. So shout out to Kyle for that. All right. So the last thing is I just want to go over some questions that we've received from social media. I'm going to try to do this at the end of every segment where I answer a single question from you guys. Okay, so this is a good one. And also they asked it in kind of a comical way. Frozen shoulder. How cool is that really? Well. That's a great question. A Solstrom, I think that's how you say your username. It's not very cool. Um, unfortunately, frozen shoulder is something that I have seen in clinic and remotely, and we don't really have a solid grasp on what's happening with it. 
I did a podcast, I want to say in 2016 on this topic, and I doubt the evidence has been updated too, too much. The usual thought process is this is a chronic pain kind of situation where we see global reduction in range of motion of the shoulder, and that can be both actively and passively. Now, when you think about the actual medical diagnostic label of adhesive capsulitis, which is colloquially called frozen shoulder, you think, oh, there must be adhesions in the shoulder and we can scan that and find them. That's not really the case. And instead, what we tend to see is just that subjective reporting of pain and discomfort and aching and then that loss of range of motion. Now, the question becomes, you know, why are we seeing a loss in range of motion? My hypothesis is there's probably uh, some not so great information that's been given to folks about damaging and harmful movements and pain equals problem equals avoid, which makes people self-select out of movements or not want to do things like reaching overhead. And because we have specific adaptation to impose demand as human beings, meaning we specifically adapt to the things that we do and the things that we don't do, we adapt on a spectrum. Once we start selecting ourselves out of those movements, then we're no longer able to do them and we lose that range of motion over time, whether it's fear of experiencing pain and an avoidance-based approach, or we've bought into a not-so-great narrative potentially given by a healthcare professional or someone online. When I work with these cases, it's, it's very similar to other scenarios in which we're dealing with chronic pain. We have many conversations about pain and the meaning thereof, and then we slowly try to re-engage life with scaffolded movement activities being intervened with. I don't do a lot of passive movement with folks, but I will do active-assisted. So in these scenarios, now that I'm mostly remote, I have people go by an over-the-door pulley system, or they could use something at home like a band, and I have them ease themselves into tolerable ranges, usually because this is global reduction. We may start with uh, having them pull, you know, if it's a pulley system, let's say your left arm's affected, the left arm's kind of hanging out on the handle, the right arm's doing the work, and it pulls your left arm up and overhead to your tolerance level. I like active-assisted because it's not me over there trying to passively range you, and you're being apprehensive about what I'm about to do you get to guide yourself into those ranges that may not be so tolerable. And typically what we find is once we start down that path of education and collaboration and tolerable movement introduction, people see pretty marked improvements in pain and disability and function. So all is not lost there. But yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's not frozen because of the temperature of the shoulder. It's frozen in place. But all is not lost. We can certainly help these individuals. I'll probably do a future Podcast specific to shoulder as well as write-ups. I have a lot of articles that I'm going to be launching on Tampane shortly. So look out for those as well. Hopefully this has been helpful for you, giving you a little bit of context. Uh, in the future, I will be bringing on guests. So if there's someone you want to hear from, please let me know. Uh, I do plan on doing that. Oh, one last thing before I uh, almost forgot about this. If you are in Charlotte, North Carolina, I am also going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina on May 21st. I'm going to be competing in the Queen City Classic weightlifting competition. This is my very first weightlifting only competition. I've done bodybuilding and CrossFit and powerlifting, and I've been training purely just weightlifting for about the past two years now. My coach is Zach Greenwald out of Asheville, North Carolina. Zach and I have been friends since I lived in Asheville, which was way back in like 2012 to 2015. Uh, before I relocated to Harrisonburg. So I've been very thankful for his individualized guidance and programming through many ups and downs I've experienced since the pandemic and this year as well. So if you are out that way, I'd be happy to meet up with you. You can see me make a run for it as a now master's weightlifter at the age of 36. 
I find that kind of comical, but it is what it is. So come hang out with me. I'm not sure if there'll be a live stream or not, but I'll post that on social media if that turns out to be the case. Anyways, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this inaugural podcast for Tame Pain. Thank you for the continued support uh, over these past several years. I, I couldn't do what I am doing if it weren't for you guys. And so I'm very thankful for that. And uh, catch us next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Tame Pain, where we are guiding the path to your goals. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Tame underscore Pain. 